Oh, did you guys? I, I just found out that Kevin Farley did a conservative, like, angled what? parody of a Michael Moore documentary back in 2008 no. <laughs> called American Carol. It's a, like, a Christmas Carol type parody, except for it's the ghost of America. And Bill O'Reilly is one of the ghosts. Oh, gosh, no. I okay. No, I don't know I'm that. kind of curious about it now. All right, you guys ready? This is crazy. Boys are here. All right. Next Tuesday on The Tennis Ball. What is a pregnant chant? I'm Kurt Loder with an MTV News Brief. The queen of teen, Britney Spears. I'm standing here looking in the mirror. Saying damn to myself I should have known the day would come That she would find somebody else And all the things I took her through That should have lasted this long Now I'm at this telephone booth Calling Tyrone Cause when a woman's there Welcome to That's What We Called Music. I'm your host, Kendall. With me, um, she's a woman, my wife, Molly. <laughs> Hello. And she's always fed up, my sister-in-law, Sarah. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty true. Yeah. All right. So today we are talking about um, When a Woman's Fed Up by R. Kelly. Uh, what does the uh, liner notes say? Have to uh, have to say about R. Kelly's "Woman's Fed Up." Very much dates this. The king of R and B, R. Kelly, delivers the hits that is he is renowned for on the multi platinum R, featuring the devastatingly soulful "When a Woman's Fed Up." Highly, highly disagree with that. I mean, minus the problematic. I mean, I, I don't like "When a Woman's Fed Up," but. Like, minus, like, his problematic stuff. I think that he, I mean, who else would be the king of R&B? No, but, like, Devastatingly Soulful. I don't think the song is Devastatingly Soulful. Yeah, it's very half-assed. Yeah. Adjectives yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, it comes off as very half-assed. Uh, what, um, what are you, what, uh, uh, oh, I, you, we're not doing Top facts charts. anymore. Uh, what were the charts? <laughs> the charts were nothing. Yeah, so it was off of his double album, R, which, um, I read the Rolling Stone review and it was very like Rolling Stone really liked it. Um, U.S. Billboard Hot 100 made it to number 83. U.K. Singles number 24. New Zealand Hot 100 number 14. <laughs> She's just cute. Um, yeah. Uh, peaked uh, U.S. Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs number five. U.S. Rhythm Top 40 number eight. So pretty. For a now song, a little bit middling. I think I feel like the last few songs we've had a few that were kind of middling. Like I this. have no idea why this is on here. I have never heard this song besides when we just listened to it. Yeah, I don't remember the song at all. Me too. Um, it's just filler on the CD. So um, <laughs> the music video. I do think uh, there's some interesting stuff about the music video. Um, so uh, R. Kelly's protege, Sparkle, uh, there de- had a debut single called Be Careful. And the video, basically, the video for Be Careful sets up the video for When a Woman's Fed Up. Basically, Be Careful is her leaving him, uh, her being Sparkle and him being R. Kelly. 
And then R. Kelly, and then the, when a woman's fed up, is R. Kelly whining about it? In Pretty very much, rambling yeah. R. Kelly way. Yeah. yeah, it's like this. This just feels like any parody of R. Kelly is. I mean, usually they're ba- they're directly based on Trapped in the Closet, but they're also there's some DNA of this song in it. Yeah, and, like, I don't really know much R. Kelly at all, but, like, I have heard Trapped in a Closet, and this was, like, obviously before that, and it still had that mm. same kind of rambling... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like an R. Kelly thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I don't think... I don't think of it as an R. Kelly... Th- I mean, I mean, I guess it is, because mm. I don't know that much about R. Kelly, but when I think of early R. Kelly, I think of I Believe I Can Fly. Right, Yeah. You know, more or even um, like we listened to Be Careful and that was more it was less rambly and more melodic, mm-hmm. um, but still felt like an R. Kelly song um, that was, you know, mostly or Sparkle Sings like the first verse. It's it's really a duet or something. It's like Sparkle Sings like the first verse and then it's, the rest of it's R. Kelly. But I still thought that song was better. It yeah, it was better. I don't know. Yeah, the sparkle just... song is better, and the chorus is like a lot more catchy. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Now I will say, as a as a heterosexual white male, I do have a very a very um I think very apt uh, perception of the black woman's struggle. Um, <laughs> but like this, these these two songs seemed very problematic. So like, like uh. I don't, I don't know, like, because I think R. Kelly, I, I mean, he, he is being, he is treated as, like, the, the boyfriend that screwed up, it, and I mean, when a woman's fed up, like, she's, you know, oh, she's, oh, oh no, I made her mad, you know, it should have been nicer to her, because even the last, the last line of the song is that she was a good cook. Yeah, <laughs> but they do fit together, like... Nicely as companion songs. I don't feel like people do that much anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the first song, she very much reiterates that he's kind of horrible, like he doesn't work. Um, what else? Well, so, so he's, he's unemployed. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't go with her to church when she takes her son mm-hmm. to church. Um, he's, he's mean and uh and just just sits around all day like he's very like it shows her it's it starts and like she has clearly been she's gone to the grocery and picked up her son and gets and gets home and he is sitting on the he's sitting on the couch watching sports drinking milk directly out of the bottle or carton directly out of the carton um and then like he's like and then his his rebuttal verse starts off he's like when you know two years ago because like the, the narrative structure is like two years ago, blah, 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 blah. She's like two years ago. I didn't know you had male friends <laughs> and, uh, it's like, meh. and, but the other thing that just really, really bugs me is, um, in, is she goes, you know, she leaves and like, I think that he's maybe supposed to be a sympathetic villain, but he's clearly the villain. If you watch both songs and see the context and stuff, First of all, you don't see the whole context if you just watch When a Woman's Fed Up. Right. Yeah. It just comes across as like a misogynist anthem. <laughs> and, and that video by itself is very unimaginative and like... Right, yeah. right. Yeah, it's like driving around in their car or whatever. Yeah. Well, and it's the kind of... And it's the kind of like... 
Yeah, like like you, you they're yeah they're driving around in the car. They're following. He's, his girlfriend has left him, and he got arrested because he was fighting. And but then he's following him and his him and him and Tyrone. He's like, I was in the mirror. Now I'm standing at the phone calling Tyrone. You know, and they they're following his his girlfriend around. Uh, you know, seeing what what she's doing, and and like I feel like I I could have almost forgiven some of the misogyny if not for it there's a there's a scene where the girl is with the guy that she left that she left him for and he like yells at her like you know you're i'm i'm some you know i'm you got to decide what you're gonna do i don't want to be going around like some fucking cuck and and like and like she's like, I want to be with you. It's like, no, that's not very empowering. Yeah, she, yeah she's that going from one, one bad relationship to another. another. It was very weak. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I we did watch we did watch um one good R R Kelly video. Uh, R Kelly's uh, I want to pee on you. <laughs> which, from the Chappelle well, show. Which I mean. I'm glad you guys thought it was really funny. I, I'm, not, I'm not as big a fan of it, I think. Molly yeah, thought it was really I funny. I thought it was funny, but, you know, the Chappelle show was on back when I was in college, and it was, like, super popular and <laughs> the funniest thing ever. So, nostalgia. I think I think when it said uh, R. Kelly, when, when they poured R. Kelly's doo-doo butter on, <laughs> on her, that, that, that got a genuine laugh out of me. But it's a little, little the one poo, The poo jokes are all right. <laughs> um and then also I don't know. I I think again, I think that the tra- the trapped in the closet parodies um also take some some DNA from this song. Um and uh the South Park trapped in the closet. I was just standing here. Tom Cruise won't come out of the closet. <laughs> now John Travolta's in the closet. <laughs> yeah. With Tom Cruise. <sighs> So yeah, I mean, I think that we didn't like this song very much, and I think that there are yeah, why on the uh, nobody we don't yeah I mean there are songs I like by R Kelly, but mm, I didn't know this one so yeah no memories for me so yeah did you have anything else you wanted to say Sarah? Nope. Okay, well I will um, cleanse our palate of this misogyny about a. pedophile um with uh with a story from my childhood about r kelly that's not not problematic so uh one of the first one of my first memories of like being like a show-off was i did learn all the words to i believe i can fly <laughs> you you're allowed to say the jokes out loud well, no, yeah i was just Saying Kendall knows he's a show-off? I mean, yes. I figured you first realized you were a show-off when you were, like, three or something. But, no, I was, like... I mean, I was in, like, third grade or something, and I would sing. I Every time I believe on I can fly would come on, I would very uh, uh, dramatically sing along to it. Your most diva. Yeah, yeah. And people would watch me, and it was that... That song was huge. And it was that, like, like yeah, sort of was. mix of... I think they were mostly, I think they were mostly making fun of me, but also like, you know, they're, they were entertained. Are you not entertained? 
So, yeah. Cool story, bro. Cool story. Uh, Molly, how'd this song do on TRL? <laughs> it was not even on TRL's radar. Definitely was not Didn't at all. I wouldn't know on. it if it was. Yeah. You think it was on that? Wasn't there like a an R&B focused top 10 list that was on at like 6 o'clock at night? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't remember if there was. It probably was on that. Um, so the question is... I think, man, this this might be this might be the the song that I like the least of. I mean, minus like, there's probably some songs that I like actively hate, like one that we're gonna talk about in a few episodes. But like, as far as just like baggage aside, I think that I I dislike this song more than any of the songs that we've covered so far. Like, okay, yeah, it's just not enough. good. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't think it would have made the list. I assume Sarah, you agree? Oh yeah, wouldn't have made the list. Even yeah. even again, even be careful would have been a better choice. Mm-hmm. Molly, when we were listening to it, you said you kind of recognized "Be Careful." Yeah, I think I, I remember that one. I kind of recognized that as well, but I a hundred percent did not recognize uh, that. So, yeah, speaking of deadbeats, next week. Or I forget if it's what the order of the songs. Are we doing Father yeah. Mine next week? Yeah, yes. we are. Okay, listen to that. Nobody's going to be mad. Everything's going to be all right. Just come out of the closet. We're still not exactly sure why Tom Cruise is in the closet, but I'm being joined now by famous singer-songwriter R. Kelly. Well, I was just standing here, and Tom Cruise locked himself in the closet. And I asked myself, why won't Tom Cruise just come out the closet? But nobody has no answers. And so I pull out my gun. Tell me why Tom Cruise in the closet or else I'm going to shoot someone. 